Every big idea starts with a small question. What if? If I gave you some money, would you be willing to, to do something for soldiers over the holiday? Sarah Daly did more than just something for soldiers. She started a movement. It was a fun adventure. I, I didn't expect anything like that to happen. And the adventure continues, even in her absence. Definitely a heart-happy program. This is the Voices of Eastman podcast, a celebration of the success, values, and people that have shaped Eastman's 100-year history. In this episode, two women drawn to the same mission, to bring some holiday cheer to U.S. servicemen and women serving overseas. First, let's meet Sarah Daly, an engineer by training. She'd one day put her skills to use beyond the manufacturing plant, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Her story begins in West Virginia, where she grew up with a destiny to study chemical engineering at the University of Kentucky. And my dad's an engineer, my sister-in-law's an engineer, so lots of composites up on the wall at Kentucky that have family faces. Her journey to work at Eastman might also have been fate. It turns out she and an Eastman recruiter had more in common than just their school colors. It turned out I actually had all of her old homework to study from because it got handed down to me from someone else. Well, the notes must have worked. Sarah graduated with a chemical engineering degree and an MBA and landed at Eastman right out of school doing exactly what she wanted to do. The fact that I could go straight into polymers manufacturing was, was really cool. So Sarah went to Kingsport and her husband Patrick went to basic training. He felt like that was something that was his duty as a, an American. Tours in Iraq and Afghanistan kept Patrick away from home for months at a time. At Eastman, Sarah found co-workers and neighbors who went the extra mile to take care of military families. I can't tell you the number of people that reached out to me just to say, is your husband still deployed? Do you have kids? Can we take them fishing? Like, it's it's such a community. And then one day, a co-worker asked if they could do more. So there's this guy named Jerry. His son was in the Air Force, and he just walked up to me one day and said, hey, your husband's in the military. Yeah, he is. And he said, I've been thinking about it. We, we ought to, if I gave you some money, would you be willing to, to do something for soldiers over the holiday? And he said, sure, I could, I could coordinate something like that, I guess. And like any good engineer, Sarah came up with a plan. We put barrels out in different places and sent out some notes basically saying if there's anybody that's an employee that's deployed, and I contacted um, the, the corporate office for to find out who those people were, and if it's family or friends of an employee that we'd like to support those people. Sarah started collecting gifts to send to soldiers overseas. My husband helped me come up with a list. The one thing that I felt really strongly about in doing it was sending things that were stuff that people really wanted and needed that they didn't have as much access to. Things like blankets, comfy sheets, DVD movies, and little luxuries like peanut butter and mousetraps. We, uh, we even vacuum sealed pillows. We'd send sports balls with pumps. We'd send uh, video games and those sort of things. We were giving them stuff that they could barter and trade with. And a set of beef jerky, you could get just about anybody from a German military base to give you something. Not everything that showed up in the collection bins was soldier-worthy, more like cringe-worthy. We would get some of the craziest stuff. We got partially used items um, for toiletries. And it's just stuff that people didn't want to throw away but would be okay with getting rid of to donate. We didn't want anyone to ever feel like they were getting 
second-use type stuff. Eventually, Sarah and her colleagues packed up the good stuff and shipped 25 boxes of supplies overseas. The men and women in uniform who opened them were grateful for the gifts from home. I got all kinds of, of letters and, and response, and, and some people would mail in um, deployment patches. I had a couple send me flags that were flown over the base that they were stationed at. Greatly appreciative of, of what we were sending because it, it, wasn't, it wasn't traditional packages. Word of this holiday project started to spread at Eastman, and people started asking, would Sarah sign up for another tour of duty coordinating supplies for soldiers? And I said, well, I, I guess I, I could. And by the time Christmas rolled around that second year, Sarah's husband Patrick was back in the country and ready to help. I, I remember baking cookies for the people at the post office and coordinating for them to set up a totally separate line for us. By that time, it was, it was pretty stacked up around my living room whenever we would do it. And by the third year, she was running out of space. I got enough stuff in my in my apartment at the time that there wasn't enough room for everything, so I started nudging some other people to see if I could get help, and somebody actually loaned out a caged area to me in one of the plants. Sarah's effort was getting the attention of folks higher up at Eastman. They wanted to take her program and give it a promotion. Well, what if Eastman paid for all of the shipping of the flat rate boxes? What if that was the part that we took care of so that there didn't have to be any collection of money? We could make this a corporate initiative. I'll assign you a, a steering team you can direct, and, and we can handle it that way. And so I said, sure. It went from me doing a couple of boxes to having an entire building dedicated to supplies and inventory, having a team that I segregated for each of the different functions and delegated responsibility to, and setting up the infrastructure to have it be self-standing. It was, it was a fun adventure. I, I didn't expect anything like that to happen, but it was really fun to be involved with. Life for Sarah was perfect. She had a job she loved, her husband was back home, and the Supplies for Soldiers program she had engineered from the ground up was growing. And then, the unexpected. Her husband found a new job in Georgia. He drugged me away from Kingsport kicking and screaming. While Sarah left Eastman, the Supplies program kept soldiering on with a new woman in command. I volunteered, actually. They were speaking about it, and I told them that this is a program I would love to be a part of. That's Angela McCamey. She's been running Supplies for Soldiers since 2016. In her hands, the program has continued to soar, expanding to Eastman sites across the United States. You know, last year, 2019, we shipped um, a little over 1,100 care packages. So it went from when I first took it to 60 to 1,100. And it's just an amazing program to be a part of. Donations pour in every year thanks to the community and corporate partners. And I called some local businesses and, you know, Walmart and Weststone Drive, CVS. There's just so many to even name, but they were ecstatic and happy to help us. And um, their employees actually come out and um, help us. And the program remains committed to delivering gifts soldiers actually want. We want our servicemen and women to receive the very best and to re receive things that we would like to have. Even so, the program still receives some donations that, while appreciated, aren't quite what soldiers are looking for. Last year, we received a box, and on the 
And on the box, it said, had a note that said, everything in this box has been sanitized and can be reused. And inside of the box, there was a set of dentures and there was, <laughs> there was some contact lenses and glasses and I'm not sure if someone, I, I, I do not know, but that set of dentures had me laughing for days. And I actually put the dentures up on the shelf to, just to uh, have us all laugh about that. For Angela, sending supplies is about showing servicemen and women appreciation. So this is a small thing we can do, just a very, very small way of showing them that they are not forgotten that someone back home is thinking and praying for them and supporting them and that they're loved. We send them our boxes of sunshine during the holidays. That was such a big piece of what my husband would always tell me made made such a difference for him and his guys. Since leaving Eastman, Sarah has kept up with Supplies for Soldiers growth. I could not be prouder of what you guys have been doing with it. Although it was Sarah's grit that engineered the program, and Angela's passion that keeps it going, they both give full credit for the success to their co-workers and neighbors. We live in a, such an area that it's called the volunteer state for a reason, I guess, and they, they love the program. The fact that it became what it became had a little bit to do with me, but it was a lot more to do with the people and the environment that, that Kingsport and East Manhattan in general is it's it, it's very much a um, a collaborative building sort of environment where people want to help each other out and teach and learn and I don't know that a lot of other companies would have been successful with it the way that the Kingsport site was. To learn more about supplies for soldiers and donate, visit Eastman.com/slash/supplies-for-soldiers. The Voices of Eastman podcast is a production of the Eastman Corporate Communications Team. Listen to more episodes wherever you get your podcasts or at eastman.com slash voices.